Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Got NFL football tonight with Buffalo and New England. Give you my picks. We got the Kings last night in a route. An absolute route. Uh, over the Pacers, and that was, uh, you know, it wasn't a better overall performance than the Nets game, but it was pretty close. It was pretty close. really was. So if you want to talk about that, easy to do, all right? Hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will put you right on. All right, NFL football. uh, Tonight, you got Buffalo and New England. Obviously, a huge game for both these teams with uh, playoff implications. And uh, the Bills, 8-3. and three. The Patriots at 6-5. and five. It's a big game tonight uh, to start the week. You got Deshaun Watson coming back as uh, the Texans host the Browns, Broncos, and Ravens. Lions are home to Jacksonville. Bears and Packers, the Jets and the Vikings. Titans and Philly. Giants host Washington. Steelers are at Atlanta. Best game on the card, I think, is the 49ers hosting uh, the Dolphins and the Seahawks and the Rams. All right. We got uh, Chiefs and Bengals, Chargers and Raiders, uh, Colts, and the Dallas Cowboys. All right. And then the Saints uh, and the Bucks. All right. On Monday night. All right. Let's get to it. If you want to hit me up, hit your hand icon. And I'll put you right up on stage. Again, the Kings last night, uh, very good indeed. I'll give you my picks real quick uh, for the week. And I will start with the Vikings. I'll take them giving the three points against the Jets. I'll take the Giants getting 2.5, at home against Washington. I'll take the Falcons getting a point against Pittsburgh. And I'll take the 49ers giving four over Miami. So those are my picks. All right. Let me know what you think and we will get to it and uh, we'll have a lot of fun. All right. Again, last night, Sacramento, uh, just a a really good performance. I mean, there's really nothing you can say that wasn't really good about the game last night. Fans were great. Team was great. Teams now 11 and 9. And seven of the next eight are on the road. So here we go. This is the stretch everyone's been talking about for a long time. You get the lone home game coming up on Sunday against the Bears. But Thursday, or excuse me, Saturday at the Clippers. And again, they, they right now they got everyone out. Don't know what the update's going to be when we get to Saturday. But 
You know, they got a great opportunity to go down there and beat an injury-depleted Clippers team, come home, take on the Bulls, and then hit the road for a six-game trip. All right? Let's get to uh, some phone calls here. Let's get the show rolling on this Thursday. All right. We start with The Bachelor and Jerry. Jerry, you want to come on with me? Hit that hand or hit that microphone, uh, as you know, and we can get on and we can talk. All right? Jerry, you've done this before. Hit your microphone icon and we'll put you uh, right on. Maybe he's uh, busy right now in the middle of texting his next date and he can't multitask at the moment. I don't know what the heck happened. I'm, gr- I'm yeah, here, Grant. You know what, Jerry? I think you're trying to get a date. I think you were, you know, in the middle of texting some lady and, uh, you know, you're, you're preoccupied. What's going on, Jerry? Yeah, I'll tell you what happened right now. For some reason, the app updated. So then it told me to go to my settings on my iPhone. So I went into my iPhone settings and turned on my microphone. And I said, OK, well, the microphone should be on. I had to restart the app. And then uh, turns out on the bottom, the little microphone green thing, I had to turn that on. And uh, there you go. I'm here. Well, you know what? Better late than ever, Jerry. What's going on, buddy? All right. So I got to tell you, I uh, went to the game last night and uh, it was the first game I've been to in a few years. Like I said, I couldn't support the product before. Uh, It was absolute trash. You know how it is. So anyway, this year I decided, you know what? It's going to be a big game. I want to see Tyrese, you know, I want to see Tyrese out there. The team's looking great. So why not go to the game with a couple buddies? You know, um, got some tickets sitting lower level. Uh, first things first, we parked, uh, you know, near the arena in the garage and I'm not going to lie. Like the energy was like super incredible. Like it, it, it was, it was super different. Like through the past, like, you know, God, 10 to 15 years, it was always dead. You always want to see the other players. And now there's an actual excitement. Everyone's actually excited to go to the game. People are excited to go see Tyrese. People are excited to go see the Kings play. And it was, it, it's completely different, obviously. You know, when you're having an over 500 team and it just got me super pumped, super excited. You know, we go to the game, sitting lower level. Um, what would you, what, what'd you pay for the tickets, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, so we got the deal. So it was about $40 sitting, uh, $40 each for uh, four people. So, you know, a total of like 190 including fees. Okay. And uh, section 110, row P, seats one, two, three, and four. Because I remember okay. we were right by the aisle. And those are the exact seats. But anyway, yeah, so um, here, here's one thing, all right? So when they did the uh, visitors' introductions, I was, like, hoping they wouldn't play that corny, you know, country music when Tyrese came out. And luckily, uh, they didn't. You know, he got a good ovation. But I will say this. I was surprised at the reaction Buddy Heald got. I don't think he deserved that booze. Those boos were louder than Tyrese's cheers. I was pretty shocked at that. I understand he had his bad days, but I, I don't know. I, I did not agree with that crowd reaction. Um, that's All right, but it, you know, you didn't lose sleep over it, right? No, but I mean, it's like, come on, man. You know, like he at least you know played hard. I mean, I understand like things didn't go so well. I didn't lose sleep over it, but you know, it's like, come on. You know, I, I understand the neutral reaction, maybe a couple boos here and there, but those are some loud, roaring ass boos, buddy. Got I don't, I don't know. He didn't deserve that, in my opinion. But you know, it is what it is. It did rattle him in the first quarter, so you know, yeah, that it did nice. definitely. I don't uh, think there's any question it rattled him. Yeah, I mean, obviously got going later on in the game, but um, I, I will say this. Davion did a real damn good job locking down Tyrese. I mean, he really yeah. gave him fits. I was I was really impressed with the defense. 
Uh, you know, he performed on Tyrese, and Tyrese, obviously, he's been real hot. I think he's going to be an Eastern Conference All-Star, um, you know, in the next few months. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, the energy was super freaking different. Like, it was night and day, uh, you know, compared to years past. It's really exciting to go into games now. So, you know, if you're thinking about going to a game, definitely go. It's 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 night and day. It's super exciting. I had I had the most fun I've had at a Kings game in a while. It was uh it was amazing. The energy was absolutely incredible. So you got to go support this team. Um, the beams incredible to see in person. It was it was amazing. I just gotta say that. That's that's pretty All right, much buddy. on my end. Good man. I appreciate you uh, starting us off here on this Thursday. Good hearing from you. All right. See you later, Grant. Be a great place to take a date, Jerry. Well, like I said, I uh, can't waste my time with women these days. Got to focus my time on <laughs> All right, buddy. Take care. All right. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. All right. Good stuff. Amazing. Uh, by the way, uh, if you're a fan of the uh, mental case, Antonio Brown, uh, there's been an arrest issued, all right, an arrest warrant issued for Brown. All right. It stems from a domestic battery incident. Uh, according to this, on November 28th at approximately 1.30, Brown and the woman were involved in a verbal altercation at his home in Tampa. The argument became physical, and according to police, Brown threw a shoe at the victim. Brown also attempted to evict the woman from the home by locking her out. And then on the 29th, the judge denied a petition for a temporary risk protection order. All right. To prevent him from possessing firearms or ammunition if he was considered a threat to himself or others. Of course, we know that this guy's been released everywhere he's been, and he's had several previous run-ins with the law. Last month, he was ordered to pay over a million dollars to a Broward County moving truck driver after he was arrested for assaulting the driver, in which he pleaded no contest. He received two years probation, which was terminated one year early for good behavior. Guys, just what a mess he is. What a mess. All right, let's get to uh, Connor. Connor, you're on with uh, Grant. Good to talk to you here on this Thursday. What's up, buddy? Hey, Grant. How's it going? Good. Yeah, in terms of Antonio Brown, I don't know. What's it going to take for him to get the help that he needs? I mean, at this point, I mean, how many incidents does it take? I mean, he obviously has some mental issues going, and, I mean, it's really sad to see what's happening to him. Well, you can't help somebody if they don't want help. Yeah, you know, what's yeah. the saying? You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink, right? Yeah. So, the hey. World Cup today. Um, Germany. What's yeah. going on with Germany, man? How? Where would you rank that in terms of disasters? On a scale of 1 to 10, that's a 10 because the same thing happened in 2018. They didn't get through the knockouts. I mean, for, like, the world's power that Germany is in soccer, I mean, that can't happen. I mean, Belgium, too, eliminated. It was a crazy day. I mean, they lost their first match to Japan, which was a huge upset, right? And, I mean, this is... I don't follow World Cup, but I know even where I'm sitting that this is a disaster for Germany and their national soccer team. This is as bad as it gets. Yeah, I mean, Japan shocked Spain today, which I think they won the group over Spain and Germany. Yes. But 
Spain still got through on points. So, I mean, that's just awful for Germany. Man, um, I, again, don't follow the sport enough, but Thomas Mueller said, and he was quoted after the match, uh, it's an absolute catastrophe, Mueller said. It is unbelievably bitter for us because our result would have been enough if Spain hadn't lost to Japan. It's a feeling of powerlessness. If that was my last game for Germany, Mueller said, it has been a tremendous pleasure. Thank you very much. And again, Spain's failure, a failure to avoid defeat against Japan was decisive for Germany, but um, the, the, all the Germans said they got no one to blame but themselves. Quote, this is Flick. Uh, I don't care about different teams. It's all up to us. If you look at the games and number of goals that were our fault, I am convinced that we gave away our chances against Spain and Japan. You have to take your chances and score goals. If we had, it would have been a different story. There were lots of individual mistakes in the games, and it made me very angry. I told the team I was upset, but I'm not looking for excuses. We fulfilled our duty today. We got the win, but the scoreline could have been better. All right? Disaster for Germany. Yeah, and I think that Belgium may have even more of a disaster. I mean, their teams for like the last eight to ten years, they were marked the golden generation of Belgium soccer, and they never lifted the World Cup trophy, and they got group stage this year. I mean, that's awful. I mean, their best player, Kevin De Bruyne, said that they were too old to do anything. I mean, that's not what I would want from my captain. That's a bunch of excuses, and there was a lot of backlash from some of his own teammates. Wow. That's pretty brutal, isn't it? Man. Wow. Yeah. All right. So uh, give me – go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. There's one more uh, storyline I thought I'd like to see your take on. Um, It said – I saw that the U.S. women's soccer players, every single player got paid $380,000 because the men beat Iran. I mean, I don't know if I'm confused, but – what did the women no do to get money for the men's? Like I have no idea. Uh, I I don't know. I I wish I knew more to explain. I have no idea. That's news to me. I I yeah. really don't know. Uh, why would that be? I don't know. I mean, I read that that's three times more than the players the women players got from winning the World Cup. I mean, like I don't. I guess it's equal pay stuff. I mean, it, I don't. Know, it doesn't make sense to me at all. I have no idea. I wish I could. Uh, comment on that but i don't know so uh i really don't know give me a final score usa netherlands usa netherlands let's go with one zero usa in extra time in extra time okay wow all right and then i'll finish with my picks here okay go right ahead i got the falcons plus one i got the titans plus four and a half and in that big niners dolphins game i'm gonna take the dolphins Okay. Now I have one more question about the United States. All right. Uh, Forgive me for mispronouncing the USA player who scored the goal. All right. Against Iran. All right. Christian. uh, How do you pronounce his last name? Pulisic. Okay. So I, I told you I didn't watch the game. All right. I didn't, but now I've seen the highlights and was it uh, uh, a good goal? Yes. Was it a hell of a goal? Yes. 
are we not going a little overboard with it? I mean, I didn't think – I've seen many, many, many goals in this year's World Cup that would put a hell of a lot, you know, more impressive than that. The magnitude of the goal was gigantic, all right? I get that. The magnitude of the only goal sending the U.S. into the knockout stage, I get that. I understand the significance of it. But the goal itself, are we not going a little overboard with how great of a goal it was? I mean, yes and no. I mean, it was, I think people liked the goal so much because of, like, he risked his injury afterwards. I mean, everyone. What did he risk his injury? I don't understand that. I mean, how did he risk his, how did he, explain that to me? I've watched different angles and everything. How did he risk injury? What did he do that was so, like, freaking, oh, wow, he risked his body? What did he do? I didn't see anything that was, to me, out of the ordinary or, you know, I, 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 I'm sorry. I don't, I didn't see that. I didn't know, I, I'm, I watched it. 10 times now with different angles. I, there's nothing about that that I was like, oh, wow, I can't believe he gave up his body. I didn't see it that way. Yeah, I guess it's just that he, like, kind of ran into the goalie and stuff. I mean, So what? He ran into the goalie. Big deal. Yeah, I mean, it's a big goal. I mean, I think it doesn't matter how the goal was scored as long as it was a goal. Yeah, no, I I understand the magnitude of the goal. I get all of that. I, I get the whole thing. Huge goal. I mean, that's one of the biggest goals in the history of U.S. soccer because it sends you into, you know, the, the knockout stage. I, I get that. I, I understand. I mean, a, a loss to Iran would have been, you know, as catastrophic as what we just saw with Germany. Would it have not? Yeah, I totally agree. But I just I think we're going way overboard with the goal. Oh, his body. And it's like, I'm sorry. I didn't, you know, I I, I was like. I didn't, it didn't, it did not, it didn't, I didn't, I didn't come away after watching that saying, oh my God, you know, he gave up his body, he sacrificed his body, he ran into the goalie. So what? There's guys running to each other all the time on the soccer field. I didn't really, it, it didn't, it didn't resonate with me that way. I guess I'll just leave it at that. Great, great uh, achievement. Yes. Big, big goal on a, on the biggest stage that the sport has. Yes. But I mean, I think everyone's going overboard. That's my opinion. Yeah, that's a valid point. I think everyone's just hoping that he's going to be good to go on Saturday because if not, that's going to be a gigantic hole to fill. All right, buddy. Anything else? Nope, that's it. Go Giants. They need the win this weekend. Yeah, they got a lot of guys coming back. Um, Unfortunately, it's not their secondary, but they're getting some bodies back. And I think this is their season. I think if they win, they're going to make the playoffs. I think if they lose – to Washington, they're not going to make the playoffs. I totally agree. This is the game. This is going to be Daniel Jones's kind of career yep. game. What can he do yep. for this team? I'm with you. See you, buddy. Thanks for having me. Bye. All right. Thank you. Good stuff. Really enjoy the conversation. Let's get to Lefteris right here on Listen Up. Hey, Lefteris, how are you today? Good. How about you, Glenn? I'm well. Thank you very much for calling. Um, yeah, the story guys, uh, um, Connor's talking about, uh, last May, they received, uh, they got into agreement with the, uh, women's soccer team that they achieve, uh, uh pay parity with the men's, uh, men's uh, team. So whatever money they get from the men, the same money they'll be for the women. So, uh, maybe that's what Connor was talking about. Okay. About Thanks for uh, clearing that up. I was, I was totally unaware that the women's pay scale would be affected by how much the men are making during this World Cup for victory. So, okay, thank you for clarifying that. 
No, no problem. And I agree with you. What did you say about the goal? I mean, I've watched soccer since I was five years old, and now I'm 60. Uh, so this goal was, you know, um, it uh, give credit to uh, the scorer who went for the ball and uh, he jumped into it. But, you know, other than that, it wasn't really a goal that would say, wow, you know, it's, no. we have seen a lot more better goals than this. But it was just emotional for a lot of people here. So that's why they think it was an excellent goal. That's why. Yeah, uh, I, I look at it the same way. I totally agree with you. I think you're spot on. Yeah. Yeah, um, I have to give credit a lot to, to uh, like this World Cup the teams like Morocco that went to the, uh, you know, and got Morocco, to the, yep. the group. Yep. It was amazing. For some big team like this that don't have the resources, uh, don't have, you know, the history to be able to go yep. to the next phase, it's, it's amazing. It's just amazing. It um, is amazing. And it was great to see. I, I saw a lot of the Moroccan fans at the match and, uh, they were just having a great time and they had great support. And that, that is a heck of a story. You're exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Um, another thing, I, I, when I called yesterday, I mentioned that uh, the team who hosts the World Cup, you know, is, uh, goes directly to the World Cup without going through the qualifier games. Um, right. So after I talked to you, I was thinking next World Cup will be hosted by United States, Mexico, yep. and uh, Canada. So I'm thinking... Are they going to let all three countries go through the to a World Cup without qualifying games? So I did a little research, and it looks like FIFA does not, uh, did not make an uh, announcement yet. So they don't know yet. Uh, but they're going to increase the teams from 32 now to 48. So maybe they're going to allow those three teams to go straight to the World Cup because they're increasing the number. I didn't even realize that Mexico and Canada are also hosting uh matches in the world cup i didn't realize that i thought it was just the united states so you're educating me i didn't realize mexico and canada were part of that as well so uh that's very interesting yeah that will be interesting i i mean if they don't increase the field then i don't think there's any way in the world you could have three you couldn't have three automatic uh bids so that'll be interesting to see are they definitely increasing the number of yeah, countries that, gonna that, be that okay. Definitely, yeah, that's definitely. Right, well, then, then, I, then, I, then I could see that. Then I could see that. Yeah, it's all about money. I mean, the more teams, more TV, more money. It's it's all yep. about that's yep. the bottom line. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and you know another fact is another uh, until two thousand two, the winner of the World Cup used to be uh, automatically go to the next World Cup, and they don't allow that anymore since two thousand two. Right. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So. Before I let you go, I just want to point out it's kind of unfair um, how Qatar got into the World Cup because they have the money, even though there was no way they could qualify to go to the World Cup, uh, just because they uh, they host the World Cup. And small other uh, other countries, they would never be able to get to the World Cup. Uh, other than the stories like Morocco, uh, there are other countries that would love to be in the World Cup, but you know, they don't have the money to be able to spend the billions and millions of dollars to build stadium just to host it. Yeah, it's just something unfair for, for me when I see in the World Cup. The way they uh, announce how to, who's going to host the World Cup, it has to be some kind of uh, criteria. Anyway, Fair that's enough. what I have to say. Yeah. Thank you very much. I appreciate you uh, giving us some insight. Have a great no rest of the day. Thank you. No All right.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. If you want to come on the program, hit your hand icon uh, and we will do it. You know, I'm glad he said that. He agreed with me for a guy that has watched soccer all of his life. You know, I the U.S. goal is like, okay, a great goal. You know, I understand the magnitude, but in terms of like, oh, my God, wasn't an oh, my God goal. It just wasn't. I'm sorry. You know, I've seen many, many the better goals than that, just even in the, the first week of the or the first you know week plus of the World Cup. But again, I understand the significance of it. Trust me, that part I do get. So uh, I, I was totally unaware that the next World Cup is also includes Mexico and Canada. I, I was unaware of that. I thought it was just the United States. All right. Again, if you want to get on, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will do it. All right. U.S. and the Netherlands. The Netherlands had a fairly easy group with Senegal, Ecuador, and Qatar. Um, and, you know, the United States did what they had to do. They did what they had to do. You know, we get that. And now now it's on win or go home, you know, win or go home. All right, uh, Kings last night, really good. We talked about it on the post-game show. In L.A., you know, against the Clippers. And the Clippers last night lost to the Jazz after beating the Blazers uh, the night before. And again, the story right now with the Clippers, it's all about injuries. All right? There you have it. It's all about injuries. Don't know about Norman Powell, Paul George, Luke Kennard, Kawhi Leonard. So we'll see. As of right now, I haven't seen any updates on their availability for Saturday. All right, let's get to some more phone calls right here. And we are going to say hello to Antonio. Hello, Antonio. Hey, Grant. How you doing, sir? Good, buddy. What's up? Hey, a couple of real quick ones. I heard your rant a couple of days ago about the uh, Kings announcer. I cannot stand that guy. I'm glad you went at him. You went, he went hard in him, hard in the paint, man. I just love how you just roasted him, man. I, I, it takes a man with some cojones to get there and say, but you're going to run into that guy one of these days. And I, I, I'm not saying no fisticuffs, but I just like how you really able to get your format, your platform and call out the truth. I, to me, I'm on your side, Grant. I like that, man. Well, you know, I'm just reporting the facts. I'm not, you know, I didn't really give you my opinion as as much as I gave you. I did give you some opinion, but 
I gave you I gave you facts uh, that are not disputable and they're not debatable. And the double standards and the hypocrisy involved with that and this is just um, it's appalling to me. It, there's just no other way to say it. And I commend Jason Anderson from the Sacramento Bee for uh, having the balls to be the first member of the Sacramento media to write the facts. And that's what he did. He wrote the facts. And it's just, again, we live in a very hypocritical world. Uh, I should say not world, very hypocritical country full of double standards. You there, buddy? All right. I lost you, but thank you very much. Appreciate that. All right. If you want to come up on the program, hit your hand icon and we will put you uh, right on. So uh, the Clippers are 13 and 10. The Kings are 11 and 9. And again, the Clippers already beat the Kings once. And you know, again, we don't know who's playing and who's not. All right. I would say, just based on knowing what I know with injuries, that I would not expect Kawhi Leonard to play, and I would not expect Paul George to play with a hamstring. That would be my guess. As far as Powell, who had a huge game two nights ago against Portland, he's officially listed day-to-day, and I don't know about Luke Kennard either, okay? I don't know. But George they ruled him out of the recent two-game trip to Portland and Utah before the team even left. You know, Kawhi has not been playing. So, you know, who knows? Who knows? This is a big game early on in the season for both these teams. You know, the Clippers, again, have already beat the Kings once in Sacramento without John Wall and without Kawhi Leonard. One game tonight, Detroit and Dallas in Motown, 28-27, currently Pistons. All right. We get to uh, some more phone calls right here with uh, Jay is now going to call us. Jay, hit your hand or hit the microphone icon, and I'll put you right up. Anyone else that wants to get in on the program, easy to do. Hit the hand icon, and when I put you on, hit your mic, and uh, we will put you right on. Jay, I'm going to let you... I'm going to put you back in the audience. I'm going to let you look at your device, soak in an idea of where that microphone icon is. I'm not really sure what device you're on. On my phone, it's at the bottom left. Uh, It may be different for you. And then you can figure it out, hit your hand icon again, uh, and I will put you on. So then for Sacramento, after that, they come right home, play the Chicago Bulls, and then they leave on a long trip, all right? And, you know, a lot of things happen on long trips, all right? You don't get a chance to practice much. You get some guys that, you know, are, are, are have a more of a tendency to get injured. You have more chance for guys getting sick, all right? So all of these things when you go on a long road trip, all right? It starts against Milwaukee. On Wednesday, then Cleveland, then the Knicks, then Philly, and then the next night, Toronto, day off Detroit. 
So, you know, you're not exactly playing great teams on this trip, but you're on the road for a long time. So Milwaukee, Cleveland, New York, Philadelphia, Toronto, and Detroit. All right? You're not playing really the, 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 the best of the best. Now, when you look at the standings in the Eastern Conference, Milwaukee's good. We get that. They're really good, 15-5. and five. Cleveland, who the Kings already beat, they're third at 14-8. and eight. But remember, when they started their West Coast trip, they were 8-1. and one. When Sacramento saw them, they were 8-2. and two. All right? So those are two good teams. Philadelphia is a good team. But, you know, with Philadelphia, it all depends who's playing and who's not. Seems like every time you turn around the Sixers, this guy's not playing, that guy's not playing, you know. So Philadelphia is fifth in the East, but they're only 12-10. and 10. Toronto is a second of a back-to-back. They're okay. They're nothing special. The Knicks stink, right? Detroit, who the Kings barely beat, they're in last place at 5-18. and 18. So you got, you know, a lot of winnable games coming up on this trip. But it, the, the, the first part of the trip is very challenging when you start off uh, with Milwaukee. All right, so there you have it. All right, again, hit me up. Hit your hand icon. Uh, and we will put you uh, right on. Speaking of the East, Boston is 18 and four in the West now. Sacramento is still sixth at 11 and nine. Just to show you how crazy things are in the West, the Kings are one game up on the 11th place Dallas Mavericks. Think about that for a minute. One game up on the 11th place. Dallas Mavericks. So if you don't think that all of these games are important, think again. All right? One loss can send you spiraling. One win can elevate you a lot closer to the top. Let's get to some more phone calls right here with uh, Mr. Chef Boyardee, Ryan in Sacktown. What's up, Ryan? Hey, Grant. What's happening, man? Everything good, bud. Good stuff. I believe also the Kings are three and a half out of first, too. So it cuts both ways. They are. They are three and a half out of first. Yes. Three and a half out of first and one out of 11th. That's it. That's crazy. Do you and I know we kind of touched on this uh, last night on the post game, but do you see the West getting any separation? I know we're only about 20 in. Yes. I do think you'll have some separation. I do. I think we're starting to learn who Portland is, uh, although they've got some serious injuries that they're dealing with, but they've lost eight of 10. I also think we're getting a chance now to see the real Utah Jazz. They weren't as good as their first two or three weeks showed, and they're not as bad as the last two weeks have showed. They're somewhere in the middle, but those teams now have come back down to the pack. Here's what I would be worried about if I'm Sacramento. Golden State is going to elevate like they have been. They're playing better, okay? Dallas is hovering around 500. They're currently 10 and 10. They're playing Detroit. I'm still keeping an eye, Ryan, on the Lakers, who are now 8 and 12 and seem seem to be figuring it out. They've now won six of their last 10. So I would be looking at the Lakers, who are now 13th in the West, to move up. 
I don't think Phoenix is going anywhere. Denver's not. Here are the teams that I think you can pretty much lock in, barring catastrophe or catastrophic injuries. Phoenix, Denver, New Orleans, and Memphis are clearly going to be one of the top eight teams. They're going to be, in all likelihood, top four or five. But Phoenix, Denver, New Orleans, and Memphis, I think you can kind of separate them right now. Then the next group, you have the Clippers, the Kings. I'm going to include the Warriors, and I'm going to include – you know, one of the, I'm going to include either Minnesota or Dallas or Utah. I'm, I'm, I'm not sold on Portland, Ryan, so I'm not even including them. But Minnesota to me is very puzzling. And now they are without Carl Anthony Towns for four to six weeks. Mm-hmm. They're 500 at 11 and 11. Yeah, isn't it funny, Grant, to uh, hear the Kings and the Warriors in the same group other than being in yep. the Pacific Conference? <laughs> uh, I don't see I, – I do think the Warriors will end up above the Kings. They're a better team. They're starting to get their act together, and they've already played three times. The Warriors have won both games. They have a, a meeting coming up at the later in the year, which could out, be very good. But objectively speaking, I don't think the Kings are going to finish ahead of the Warriors. I really don't. Yeah, I would be surprised, too. You know, I, I, I'm not so ready to count out Portland. Um, you know, Dame, I, I think they yep. can make a run. Dame has to stay healthy, though. Um, obviously, but if I'm looking at between Portland and Minnesota, Minnesota is probably the team that I would leave out right now. Cause I, I just think the two big lineup and obviously, like you said, Towns is out. It, it's just, yep. it doesn't work in the West. It, it doesn't. Well, Lillard, Lillard, who's been out is actually targeting Sunday, uh, against the Pacers to return, which would be huge. For Portland. So for that reason alone, I'm kind of with you on that. You know, also, you know, Gary Payton has been dealing with issues and they need him back as well. He's being reevaluated in two weeks. So, you know, I think he he does for teams really what Davion Mitchell does for the Kings. He's a defensive stopper. So they miss him as well. So you might be right. Yeah, we'll see. Time will tell. It, it, it's yep. fun in the West. The Lakers, it, It's we say it all the time, it's going to come down to health. But I, I, I yep. just don't see any way that LeBron and AD are going to be able to play enough games together based off the past two seasons. Um, you know, and I well, hope it, that it, it, I hope yeah, not. I think you're right. All right. Here's the other here's the other thing that we cannot gloss over. OK, you know, you can't predict injuries. I can't predict injuries. But here's what I do know. The Kings are really the only team that I'm aware of in the league that has really not had an injury yet. Okay? They have not had any injuries other than maybe one game like De'Aaron Fox when he missed a Miami game. So you have a completely healthy team that's currently sixth in the West at 11-9. and The question is, what's going to happen to the Kings if Sabonis goes down for any period of time? If Fox goes down for any period of time, if Malik Monk, who's been huge coming off the bench, goes down for any period of time, then what are we going to see? All these other teams that we're talking about have had injuries, except for Sacramento. Yeah, some of them are on their second time around. Like Dame missed two, I think, two weeks earlier in the season. So, um, you know, we had the whole debate about, you know, who's more valuable, Fox or Sabonis. At this point, if one had to go down, I would say because of our backcourt play off the bench, I would probably say Fox. And that's not to fire up all the Fox haters out there. Um, But, you know, Sabonis is really showing his value just 
with as much as the offense runs through him, kind of attitude yep. with some of the guys. So um, it's really interesting. Yeah. Um, hopefully they can stay healthy. We always say it. Um, Devin Booker out of his mind right now. What oh, was it? Boy. 21 of 25 shooting grant. Or Unbelievable. Incredible. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. No doubt about it. Yeah. And you're right about Sabonis. See, I think the I think the way you were trying to say that is the Kings have more depth, as you were saying in the backcourt. They're probably better able to withstand an injury to Fox than they are with Sabonis. There's nobody on the team that can do what Sabonis does. I'm not saying there's somebody on the team that can do what Fox does, but you know, Davion Mitchell showed last year when he played at the end of the season. You know, he played pretty well when he got repetition as a starting point guard. We know about what Monk does. You know, you have other players that can play guard. They don't really have – there's no one else that can really do what Sabonis does. I mean, you think about that. What is he averaging? Almost 17 points, 11 rebounds, six and a half assists. I mean, there's nobody else on the team that can do what he does. So you're right. Yeah. Yep, that's exactly what I was trying to say. Hopefully we don't have it. to worry about it, though. Um, yeah, that U.S. soccer player, I got to end on this. It's more dangerous to go up for a header. That that was just so ridiculous that, you know, had to be rushed to the hospital or taken to the hospital in a bruised pelvis. I mean, can you imagine what he'd be feeling if he ran across the middle for a slant on an NFL I know, Sunday? come on. I know. I, I'm with you 100%. That was crazy. I mean, it was an important goal for them to move on, but that context seemed uh, fairly minimal. Let's just put it that way. Uh, I'm with you. I'm so, with you. All right, buddy. Take care. Right. See you. You too. All right. Good stuff from Ryan. If you want to get in on the program, uh, raise your hand uh, and we will put you right on. All right. Let's get to uh, Antonio right here on Listen Up. Antonio, there you are. Had to, had to drop call. I was coming down to Altamore. Hey, no, I was going to ask you a quick question about Katie Christensen. Um, with, um, I like her analysis. I think she's good. Is that a taboo where, first of all, she's easy and I, she's a very, very nice on, on the TV screen, but say it all professional, being clean here. Um, well, she, you can't get her on. Is that, are you guys got a good relationship because she works for the kids? Yep. There's no way she, there's no way she would come on your show, huh? I wouldn't, I wouldn't ask her to come on uh, because of her background with KHDK. And yeah, I, I have a, I have a good relationship with Katie. I support her. She knows I support her, you know. I exchanged messages with her when she got the job, congratulating her. You know, you know, I have no issues with Katie at all. Okay. Let me give you my picks real quick. I got uh, tonight. I got Buffalo tonight. I'm taking Casey over Cincinnati. Um, I think that's going to be one of the good games to watch this weekend. I'm taking the Dolphins because I hate the Santa Clara 49ers. I've always hated the Santa Clara 49ers now that they, they play in Santa Clara. They should have never left San Francisco, to be, be honest with you. And I'm taking the game of the week. You know who I like. The Raiders over the Chargers. I'm, I'm keeping my hand on a miracle here. Uh, I, if they go 5-1 and one the next six games, they could actually win. Can you believe this, Grant? Two games in one week. They have a Thursday night, Thursday night against the Rams in their other home away from home in uh, Inglewood, California. Right. So, so I'm thinking the Raiders, they're not, they're not running the table yet. I'm not getting, not betting the house or nothing like that, but I'm, I'm getting a little juiced up still, Grant. I'll be excited for Sunday's game. I mean, it's a whole different game from when they played in week one. The whole team's a better. Yep. Uh, so I'm excited. Um, who you got in that game, by the way, Grant? Uh, I think the Chargers will win. I think it will be a very close game. Uh, but I think the Chargers will win. I, I mean, I am impressed with how the Raiders won the game up in Seattle. You know, after the way the game started, first play of the game, Carr throws an interception, and you're like, uh-oh, you know, this is going to be a long day. But I, I like the way they bottled, and 
obviously the way Josh Jacobs is running the football right now, it's pretty remarkable. Grant, enjoy your show. Like I always said, I sit in my driveway with my foot, one foot in the driveway and one foot in the car still listening to you guys. So it's listening to you now. So I appreciate what you do, but you have a good night. Thank you, Antonio. You have a very good night yourself. I appreciate your support. Take care. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I, I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if the Raiders won the game. Would not surprise me. Chargers have been a very Jekyll and Hyde team. You know, to me, like all teams or most teams, you know, it has to do with health. They're six and five, and they have played well, you know, away from home at four and two. Actually, you know, they probably got more fans sometimes when they go on the road than they do, you know, in their home stadium. But they are, you know, a very up and down team. I mean, think about their last four games. They barely beat Atlanta. They were lucky to win that game. They lost to the Niners 22 to 16. They lost a, a game down to the wire against Kansas City, a hell of a game, 30-27, to 27, and then they barely beat a bad Arizona team going for two, 25-24. So we know about their injuries at the wide receiver position, which has really been an issue, all right? You got Mike Williams didn't practice today. He was seen on the side working with, uh, I guess, their director of sports performance. But again, he didn't practice today, right? You have Joey Bosa. He's not playing. That's a huge deal for them. Uh, Nasir Adderley was back at practice yesterday. He's got a thumb. He's playing with a club. On his hand. You know, the other thing that is interesting to me is been Keenan Allen. And obviously, when Keenan Allen is on the field, they're a different team. That's for sure. All right, let's move on to uh, John. Always good when we can chat with John. Hello, buddy. How are you today? Doing fantastic, Grant. How are you? I am doing good. Good to talk to you. Yeah, man, what a fun game last night and a fun post-game show last night and everything, man. It, it It's just great to see the – it seems like the Sacramento Kings have are turning it around. And, you know, after 20 games through the season, this is a fourth of the way through. So this is really yep. a good time to just sort of analyze it. You know, after 20 games, yep. after 40 games, 60 games, you know, it, it's great to see. 
And I thought by mid-season, we would be very close to 500. So we're a little past my expectations. Yep. And mine were a little loftier than this year than they have been in previous years. And, man, hopefully for me and for all of us Kings fans listening and everything, that the, it uh, it keeps going the same way and we can finish with a, you know, a near 500 record or, or, or more so would be obviously fantastic. Yep. And, um, well, hey, Jerry going to the game last night, he, to experience the crowd, hey, I haven't been to a game in a couple of years either, Grant, due to circumstances, simple circumstances. I think you may have been at the last game that I was at, as a matter of fact. That's, so uh, it I has did. been a while for yep. me. But yep. nor here nor there. What a fun thing. For the with the beam and everything, and for Jerry to see it, it's you know I'm going to get back out to a game also this year. It's not like I, you know, I'm still too passionate not to, not to show up, and uh, you know, and be faithful because you know all those all those fans that are going crazy, they are us, man. Who who we've been doing it for, you know, well cl- close to thirty years for me and yeah. you, and and yeah, it's freaking great, man. It's it's. It's really nice to see, and you know, but I obviously don't want to toot my horn too early. Like I said, this is a quarter away through the season, not three quarters of the way. Yeah, and so you got a big stretch coming up of seven of eight on the road. But the nice thing about the yeah. Kings right now, being at eleven and nine, even if even if they would only go three and five, then they're still five hundred. So that's why I thought the game last night was so huge. It gives them a little cushion now with this big stretch of seven of eight games. Uh, on the road that starts Saturday in LA against the Clippers. You're exactly right about that. And hey, it's not like the all the road teams were coming up. We're not coming up a whole bunch of juggernauts there that are correct. You know, really, really elite teams either. But yep. Granted, anything can happen any day in the NBA, NFL, you know, anything, Major League Soccer, anything, anything can happen in any day. But when you analyze it, you know, it's not a whole lot of juggernauts we got coming up. And we go on this long stretch. We come back 500 give or take yep. a game, I'll be all right with that. You know what I mean? And I and I think, actually, we'll be 500 or better, not 500 or lower. And that's me looking at it realistically, not with my purple eyeglasses on. You know what I mean? Yep. And, the you know, the Bulls on Sunday are going to be a challenging game. I mean, their last three wins have been against Boston, at Milwaukee, and at Utah. They play the Warriors tomorrow night. Then um, they have a day off, whereas the Kings are playing it back-to-back. You know, and the Bulls, uh, they're very up and down. I mean, they have some really good wins, but they're only 9-12. and 12. You know, they're only 9-12. and 12. But when you look at their talent, you know, and you're looking at their depth, you're like, wow, this team should be better than 9-12. and 12. Well, why aren't they? Well, because they've had injuries. And that has been a big issue for them. Right now, as of tonight, they're healthy other than Ball. Ball is out, but they still have Zach Levine. They have DeMar DeRozan. They have Nikola Vucevic in the center. Patrick Williams is good. I mean, they have a good team when they're healthy. So we'll see what happens with that on Sunday. I totally agree. You read off those names and you think with that roster, yep. they'd have 12 wins, not 12 losses at this point. Yep. Yep. You know, you'd think, but that's the whole thing. You never know. Like you were talking about a little earlier, was with Ryan or I believe it was with Ryan. The Lakers, they're not – they're going to come around. They're too good. I've Granted, some of their guys are too good and they are starting to figure it out. I don't think they're going to end up winning 60 games or probably not even 50, but they're not going to be a 33-win team. You know what I mean? Again, the biggest issue I see with Sacramento is that they've been able to achieve an 11-9 and record 
with absolutely no injuries. And that is extremely unusual to be able to go through one quarter of the season without anybody getting hurt. And we all know that that is at some point going to change. And when it does change, how will this team navigate through those injuries, which are going to be forthcoming at some point? And hey, well, like you said, I hope it's not Sabonis. Yep. You know, I hope, well, I hope it's nobody. I don't root for anybody on our team. I know, I understand what you're saying. Hurt. But yeah. realistically, if you think you're going to go through, if anybody thinks they're going through an entire season without anybody missing, I'm not, say, I'm not saying missing a month, but missing two or three games in a row at least, which could, which could, uh, yep. would sidestep. No, listen, but, it, but it's going to happen. But it, it's going to happen. It, you and I both know it's going to happen. And when it happens, how will the team respond? So, you know, again, we'll worry about Saturday right now. Nobody's hurt. Everyone's playing unless there's a, a, a injury tomorrow in practice. But so far, so good. They should be able to beat the Clippers. Are Speaking of injuries, yeah. they're a team that has had a multitude of injuries. But get, guess what? They're 13 and 10. They've, they've been able to withstand the injuries. So when you look at a team like the Clippers, when they get their bodies back, they're, they're really good. You know, that's what that tells me. They're a really good team. Hey, if you read down the Clippers roster, you're thinking that they got at least 13 wins now. Even though they've been, they've had some injuries, they are potentially a really good team. Yep. Our team, yep. though, our, we have a good bench. Look, if one of our guards get hurt, God forbid, you know what? Bella Bedova has not played much. He can come in, and he's a freaking professional. That dude is going to keep – he would keep – if he has to come in and be the shooting guard or the point guard or a different role off the bench – he is probably well, a professional who will be able to do it. Another but you thing, just said probably. You, whoa, 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 whoa. You said probably. We don't know that. You're saying probably. We don't know. I, 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 but you, you know, you, you could also be – here's the bottom line, okay? Just, right now they're healthy. It's good that they're healthy. But I say but because there are going to be some dark days ahead with injuries, and at that point we will uh, figure it out. For right now, just everyone go out and enjoy the games and, you know, enjoy what they're doing at 11 and 9. Hey, man, I agree with that, too. And if one of our bigs gets hurt, uh, God forbid, again, Rajon yep. Holmes hasn't played much. When he comes in, he plays as hard as he freaking can. And when he yeah, does yeah, have yeah. extended minutes, when he has extended minutes, he plays well and his numbers go up, too, obviously. So it's not like we've got nothing to fall back on when when it happens. Well, potentially, when and if, I guess. It's hard to, it's hard to talk about injuries before they occur. You know what I mean? Amen. It's, a, it's uh, a realistic part of the game, part of all sports. Yep. John, good to hear yeah. from you, buddy. I want to get a few picks in, I guess. Yeah, go ahead. I'm uh, going with Kansas City. Well, I want to go with Buffalo tonight, unless that started already. I don't think it did, did it? Say that again? No, that has not started yet. I'm going to go with for Buffalo tonight to start off. I'm going with the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going with the Niners. I think they're going to, I think that's like a four point spread. I think they're going to handle that. And I think Dallas is going to win by two touchdowns and not just 10 points. So those are going to be my four. And one, one other thing I loved Connor and left Harris starting off with a little bit of a soccer round table, soccer, you know, hour at the beginning of the show. It, it, those guys are really knowledgeable. Love hearing it. Amen. Appreciate it, man. You take care. Have a great night, take buddy. Care. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Good stuff from John, as always. Chris Weber back in the news. I don't know if you saw the story with Chris. Doesn't surprise me. Does not surprise me at all. We'll see what happens. There is now an investigation 
here's the headline. Ex-NBA star Chris Webber failed to raise money for New York's legal weed fund. And it says a former NBA star and shoe entrepreneur selected to help raise New York's 200 million fund connected to its emerging legal weed have failed to rake in the cash. According to a new report, social equity impact ventures, which includes Chris Webber has come under scrutiny after being named by the dormitory authority of the state of New York last June to manage the massive public private fund. And the state touted the company as a premier minority led investment team, but a report states that they have missed the state's expected deadline of raising 150 million from private investors. Among other issues, the investigative piece reported includes that Weber, who started a sneaker company in the 1990s, have failed to follow through on some of the boldest claims, like building a cannabis compound in Detroit and pumping 100 million into a fund aimed at entrepreneurs of color. Additionally, there has been uh, displays of past financial mismanagement, according to the report. And on and on. I would like to say I'm surprised, but that would not surprise me. Not a big story, but it just popped up on my screen uh, from the New York Post. All right. Let's see. The outlet also reported that Chris's partner, which doesn't involve Chris, so I'm not even going to say it uh, with taxes, but that doesn't have anything to do with Chris, so I'm not going to say it. Of course, you know, in the New York Post, meanwhile, Weber was indicted two decades ago for lying to a grand jury about a financial deal he had with a Michigan booster that included money laundering, though he ultimately pleaded to a lesser charge of criminal contempt with this occurring while he was still a college kid. Who knows? All right. Uh, Here's what we're going to do. I will be back on YouTube tomorrow at 3 o'clock Pacific with Sean Salisbury. And then on Saturday, I'll be on YouTube following the Kings and the Clippers game. So tomorrow, 3 o'clock Pacific on YouTube Live, 4 o'clock here to wrap up the week. And then on Saturday after the Kings and the Clippers, I'll have a post-game show on YouTube Live uh, as well. I really hope that, you know, you're enjoying the success that you're watching right now with this team. And the reason why I say that is because, you know, they are healthy right now. And their health has enabled them to have some consistency and to play their best basketball in decades. And it is fun to see. Hey, one other thing before I say goodbye, I want to say thank you uh, to a new sponsor of If You Don't Like That, Fosters and Paws, uh, a group of passionate animal advocates that work hard to save lives. All right. And they primarily focus on vulnerable dogs and shelters. Uh, they pull a lot of pregnant moms, nursing moms, both puppies dogs with medical needs, and dogs in danger uh, of being, you know, taken off the planet, you know, and 
they are really uh, a f- interesting, interesting organization. Fostersandpaws.org. Uh, they need adopters, donors. They need fosters. And if you're interested, just go to fostersandpaws.org. Fostersandpaws.org. And so you might ask, well, why do they do it differently? Well, they look at every family and every animal as individuals. They make sure that they make the best choice for everyone involved. They believe that teaching children at a young age how to treat animals will respect, uh, with respect, will have long life, long benefits. And, you know, they really hope that everyone that wants an animal can have one in their life. So go to fostersandpaws.org. And I thank them for their sponsorship of If You Don't Like That. And I thank you for your support. You all are awesome. I really appreciate you all. Thank you. And I'll be back tomorrow. Have a good evening, everybody. And thanks very much. So long. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumba no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus